God, we're the worst. We're the best at podcasting. <laughs> we're back at Wait. it again on the podcast right now, here, today, live. Only today. Limited time podcast downloads. Uh, thank the first you for time listening. Ever. It's the limited time we're going to delete this because these jokes are too hot for prime time. We're going to delete it because we keep talking at only the exact same time and yes. then it's followed by an awkward silence and it's then we both try good. to speak. It's so good though. It's so good. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can I just say I put on a sheet mask because I thought it was going to be like a cool thing to do while podcasting and it's just in the way. No. What kind of sheet mask? Is it a Sonic the Hedgehog sheet mask? No, I, I thought about putting that one on, but that one is actually like a mud and it gets yeah. so hot. It like heats up. It just heats up so much. The dang mud just gets so hot. It gets all up in your pores. I'm also and... really angry about that because I got the Glam Glow Sonic mud or whatever as a door gift at Sonic's birthday party. And they told me it was exclusive. Those fuckers. And I was like, this is fucking sick. This is the coolest like brand collaboration I've ever seen. And then I go to Sephora like one week later and it's like Sonic's Those here. Fucks. Those <laughs> lying lie. fucks. If I'm... anyone lies, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic <laughs> is crying whenever you tell a lie. No, that's not true. He's the biggest liar of them all. Gotta go fast. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. He's Urkel. He is he is Urkel though. <laughs> no, I know. <sighs> People always think I'm joking and I'm like, oh He's my god, Urkel. hang on. He I'm not. <laughs> actually Urkel. All of his brothers and sisters also Urkel. Ur- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Urkel. Okay, so Jaden Smith just came out with a new anime. Is he like the Urkel of this generation, like out here voicing anime characters? And no, not like only one and no other ones. <laughs> God. Please. Anyways, hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? You've got You're... a mask on your face. It's yeah. It's wet. It's in mm. my. It's the. It's in the way of my mouth. Can't oh, really that talk. sounds bad. Yeah, the one thing you need for your for, to podcast is a mouth. I have no mouth, and I must cast. Holy shit. You're quite loopy this morning. God. It's not morning for you, but you're loopy. You sound loopy as hell. Am I loopy? I'm a little... Like hyper. I'm hyped. I'm hi- I drank a coffee. Ooh. Which is a treat that I like to have sometimes where what I'll do is I'll heat up <laughs> some water and I'll put some of these beans that I found. Ooh, I'll, I've heard these, of beans. I found these good, good beans that I grind up and I put them into the water. And then uh, uh-huh. I scoop all the beans grinds out and I drink the water and it gives me uh, like, it's like Sonic. You know how Sonic has to go fast? Yeah. You then. It does make me fast. have to go fast. I do um, have to have to go fast a lot. Can um, I just say that's like the, the worst way to make coffee. What is? To put to grind up the beans and just put them in water and well, then scoop scoop them out. I just invented it, okay? So like I'm sure it'll improve over the centuries as we refine the coffee technique. But like I just invented but for it. Now. So just live with it. Unless you want well, to invent some I mean, kind of filter. I use a robot what? where I just put I put a little pod. I put no! a little pod. <laughs> No, I you're one of those that. people? Yeah, I'm that person. I think there's only one left and it's me. 
oh, <laughs> I mean, my sister uses those too. And I'm like, it's just like a sin pod. It's like every time you do that, you're doing ah, a sin because it's I like count up my sins. Every the, the man who invented that is like the guy who invented the AK. They're just like, what have I done? What have How I do done? They live? Are they alive? Well, the AK guy is dead. Um, <laughs> Kalishnikov is dead, but the uh, the pod guy is the alive. Keurig, man. The Keurig is alive. Doctor Alfred Keurig. He's still alive, <laughs> still with us, and he regrets his sins every day. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik Keurig. God. That is a Robotnik plan. I'm going to trap all the coffee in little pods. And you're Sonic. Okay, so you're... Okay, you make coffee the old-fashioned way, thus kind of becoming Sonic, because you're, it's doing the same thing that it does to Sonic. So you have to stop Dr. Robotnik Keurig from trapping the coffee. Don't trap all the coffee in pods. <laughs> Let that coffee room free. <laughs> in the meadows in the forest god that was like such like, a weird thing like i'm gonna did the animals power the robots okay okay so there's always a big button on the top that just sonic jumps onto to release the yeah babies. why did he put the button there like a big easy to press button it's like a sonic sized uh, button to jump onto and i always thought when i was a kid that it was like because like, smoke kind of comes out like air. So I thought it was like very pressurized in there. <laughs> so the, the, the animals were just like flying around like fucking molecules, like inside God. a pressurized giant egg. But maybe Why I'm does wrong. he trap them in the egg? Wrong. Are those animals that he's like saving to put in ladybug robots later? <laughs> I've thought several times and I feel like everybody has thought this and there's probably some work on the, on the net about it, but that Robotnik's actually the good guy and is saving the animals. But, oh, wow! That's Sonic. that's kind of a twisted approach to the. That's sort of tell me more about your fan theory of the Sonic Hedgehog <laughs> universe. That's going to well, change everything. It hasn't gone farther than me thinking that when I was fourteen years old. But now that I think about it, I as think an old woman. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean yes. Very old. Very wise. Sonic, Sonic Tails and Knuckles and the gang, B Rabot and such. They are all kind of like mutants i feel as though they're not quite animal they're not quite human they're man they're somewhere in between they're manimals if you will I, so maybe, oh, I robotnik, will. <laughs> maybe robotnik is just trying to keep regular animals as regular animals by saving them by putting them into pressurized eggs <laughs> maybe this seems like you should make a youtube series where you explain oh. theories about video games like what oh, if I'm... mario is dead <laughs> Mario is dead. What do you mean, what if? <laughs> He's been dead. He's been dead? Mario's dead. Yeah, like God is dead, Mario is dead. It's Mario isn't a plumber anymore because he's dead. What is that, he now? That was the second half of that sentence, because he's dead. <laughs> Why didn't Nintendo just finish the sentence? Why is he not a plumber of? anymore? What does he do? What is his job? Is he just like a, a freelancer now? Hang on. Okay, so like, if you spent your entire life, Mario's what? Like... 38. 59. He's 59 years old. And... I need to look it up. How old is Mario? How old okay. is Mario? <laughs> it's going to say like 1947 to 2017 because he he's is... dead now. No, he's 25 <laughs> years old. No, like the person Mario? <laughs> uh, Wait, no. Wait, this is just from, you know how Google does that thing sometimes where it's like, here's what you wanted. Uh, It just says 25 years old and it's from a Guardian piece from 2010. How old is Mario and Luigi? Okay, in Melee, it says that he is 26. 
Like, as a human man. He's a 26-year-old human man. I guess. What? Mario is not... Like, Mario's younger than me. Of course he is. Look at him. Um, <laughs> the Mario okay. wiki says that he... Although it's never really confirmed, Super Smash Brothers Melee says that he is 26 years old. Okay, I don't believe Smash... But that was 2002, so... Okay, so how old is he now? He is definitely 15 plus 26 is 41 years old. That's not right. He's <laughs> 51 years old. <laughs> okay, so this 51-year-old man... Okay, hang on. Rewind. I know that if you want to become a plumber, mm-hmm. you have to, like, be an apprentice plumber for, like, years. So how is this guy a full-fledged plumber by the time he's 26? Um... <sighs> He's a genius plumber. Okay, so he gave up his life, period. He's dead now. But also as a genius plumber, for what? Okay, if he's not dead. Hang on. Okay, we're on to something. I'm going to string up some paper and some strings (laughs) all around my room. Sorry, I have a Forbes article that I want to read that is is about this. Okay, is Forbes like supposed to be a business magazine? Because I feel like whenever I see an article from them, it's like, it turns out that Mario is no longer a plumber. (laughs) I don't trust him anymore. I used to read Forbes all the time because I was like, I work at a startup and this is what I should do, right? But then it was all Mario. So I'm like, I can just go on Twitter and read the same shit. It doesn't say what his job is anymore. They said he is, seems to have worked as a plumber a long time ago. What? Oh, not even... (laughs) seems to have okay so now he's not only not alive he's possibly never been a plumber he's he's never a plumber what if he doesn't know how to plumb oh imagine calling the most iconic famous plumber and they just don't know what to do i don't know i'm mario it's me (laughs) and it's like i know it's you mario (laughs) i clogged my drain yeah, here we go. No, you're not doing it. You're just stepping on my turtle. Stop. Oh, yeah, I love these go. twisted tunes. These what if Mario was oh. real, you know? He just doesn't plumb. He just eats the mushrooms in your fridge. Oh, I oh, love this no. guy. I mean, ugh, this sucks. I've always thought Mario was like a cute, positive plumbing man. And nope. now I just think he's like my dad's shitty stoner friend that comes over and eats all our shit and steps on our pets. And then just possesses, uh, you know, pedestrians. And it's like, I'm you now. It's you, Mario. I'm scared of Mario. We're all very scared of Mario. (laughs) People think Nintendo is, like, kid-friendly and, like, positive and great. And I'm like, your mascot is literally the most terrifying creature. Second only to Mickey Mouse. Oh, no. Is Mickey bad? I mean, I know Mickey's bad. I mean, just look at him. Just but look at that fucker. He did save everyone in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so I, I love him. I guess. I I feel like I talked about this in a recent episode, but like, whenever I picture Mickey Mouse, I'm like, oh, he wears like suspenders, right? That's He's got, <laughs> he's got buttons on his shorts because the suspenders go to the buttons. Nope. He but just there's has, no suspenders. He just has shorts. He only wears shorts and shoes. And the, the, he's got the two buttons on the shorts for no reason. Most of the time, yeah. That's his, like, go-to look. Uh, I've seen him in some button-ups. I've seen him in a cloak. He wears that cool cloak. He does wear a cool, like, 
edgelord cloak a lot. God, I nowadays. love that. I love that cloak. Do you think I can get one of those at like? Um... Oh, you can get it at Spirit Halloween. Hell yes! <laughs> like an official Kingdom Hearts, like Disney Square Enix licensed one. Hell yes! I love Have that you... the zipper goes the wrong way. There's like to zipper at both ends. I like oh, that. Oh yeah, zippers everywhere. Every limb has a zipper, just in case you need to get that limb out. Um, every there's a zipper wherever you think you could not need one. <laughs> Mary, I've never been on this Woodland Secret. What's your Woodland Secret? What is the show <laughs> that we do? It's this. We're doing it. <laughs> I, um, I've listened to a few episodes because a lot of my friends have been on your show. You've been on this show before. I've never been on this show before. You've never been on this show before? Oh, no. no. You've been on the other show a few times. <laughs> Only the other show. Well, this is this is the show. We're in it right now. This Do you is... uncover my wood my woodland secret? Like, what is the secret? Yeah. So the title <laughs> has a long and boring history. Um, that have you told like everyone already? And I just don't. Know. No, I mean, so I used to run a games curation website mm-hmm. where I would curate video games. Um, I don't know if you Curing know, but they're games. like it's like a game that you play on a computer. Oh, um, oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yes, like a like Kingdom Hearts. Um, oh yeah, on the computer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I play Kingdom <laughs> Hearts on my MacBook from 2011, and I love it every day. Um, I still love it. I no, I would curate video games on this site called Forest Ambassador, where and they were Aww. all like really short video games and like really easy to play, and like the idea was like here are games for people who don't play games, like they're just like weird, fun, or interesting, or emotional, or like just cute experiences um and that ran for a few years and that site is mm-hmm. still up um, oh good hasn't, hasn't it been sounds up- great hasn't been updated in like three <laughs> years but uh there is a lot i posted like a lot of games on there and maybe some of them you know the links might be dead at this point but there's some cool oh. stuff um and uh woodland secrets mm-hmm. started as a companion uh, newsletter to that site and then it evolved into a podcast where we I would have guests on to talk about the games that I had posted each week, but then we started just talking about garbage. And then <laughs> when I decided that I didn't want to do that site anymore, I was like, should I keep doing this show? I mean, it's we just talk about garbage. It doesn't have any it's sort of evolved beyond mm-hmm. beyond the site. And I was like, should we change the name? And Nick was like, No, you should keep the name. And I was like, Okay, cool. I look forward to explaining the name to everyone. Um and that is where the name came from because it was associated with another arboreal name. I love that. Yeah. I love that it has like a real story behind it, but at the same time it's quite like vague where it can mean like something different to everyone. It's it's in your heart. It was the friends you made along the way. The it was the real podcast was inside you all along. It, oh, it's been trying to get out for a long time. It has. It's going to just crawl out of your spine and okay. just be birthed into the world. You do a lot of podcasts and you talk a lot. You talk all the time. I talk so much. <laughs> you Please talk... let me stop. This is my curse. <laughs> so often. Okay. I feel as though maybe the podcast inside you is trying to get out. It just hasn't got out yet. One day I will finally just sort of uh, vomit up the podcast out of me and then <laughs> like an I egg and finally then die and then i'll die so um, piccolo did that's what pickle that's exactly what piccolo did <laughs> i will be killed by goku and then i will by a small boy who will like rocket through me 
head uh-huh. first and then Love I'll be that. like, well, time to die. I guess I'll like cough an egg up and that's my <laughs> podcast and they'll live on through my son who is also an alien demon man. That's that's the fate of all podcasters, I feel. Piccolo is just the podcaster of the series. <laughs> what would Piccolo podcast about? Holy shit. Okay, I feel like he his life has a lot going on. It's so true. he needs to like, you know, find himself like a Zen moment every now and then. So he probably has like an entire podcast that's just about him learning how to raise and nurture <laughs> like succulents. God. And that's it. Welcome it's like really sometimes he talks about like a new recipe week. he tried. But like it's really pure and like simple and boring and normal. God, I love it. But I would listen to that voice like talk about a succulent forever. God, right? My ASMR is Piccolo talking about like an aloe plant. <laughs> Goku, this aloe plant is. <laughs> Why is he talking to Goku? <laughs> Goku is my co-host. <laughs> Goku would just leave. He would just like Piccolo? see a shiny object and leave. <laughs> I found a nickel. <laughs> I hate him so much. He I hate Goku. sucks. I, like, hate him, and everybody hates me for saying that. No, he sucks. You're right. That was, I mean, you, God, it was, like, over a year ago when you were on Dad Feelings, and we talked about how much Goku sucks, because we were talking about- our first conversation. It was. It was. We (laughs) talked about Vegeta and how great Vegeta is, and then we were also, like, and Goku, by the way. Ugh. He's awful. He's really bad. I was thinking earlier- um, because I was like, oh, I'm going to be on this podcast. It's kind of like a talk show. So I was like delving into my mind for like anything I'm into recently. Yeah. I feel like I'm working so often that I'm not really into anything anymore at this point. I have to like go mm. out of my way to like read a book or play a video game that's for me or even like leave my house at this point. And um, I started thinking, I just got onto this weird track about how there's certain women on the internet. And on Twitter and things like that, that you just sort of like see and like check out and follow them. And then you're almost like you feel like you're instantly friends. And there's like 10 or 15 of them, period. That's it. But there's like total. this secret I total in the world. But I feel like for me, at least, there's this weird sort of like like vibe that I if I get from someone, I'm like, oh, I would totally like be your friend IRL. So I'm just going to follow you and then like act like I'm your friend and then it mm-hmm. eventually like becomes true. It's weird. I don't know. I feel like some of my best friends online, I've literally never had a conversation with them IRL. Um, <laughs> don't know anything about their life or what they're about, but like I'm so into anything they have to say and the moment they like are selling anything or need some support, I'm like right there and we all like let each other follow our private accounts for no reason. Like there's no reason I should trust or like <laughs> understand them and i i felt like um it's also like who i think is funny which is like almost no one but i feel like you're one of those people and you're very funny Aww, and i'm just glad you. that i'm on this podcast now you with too. you you too you too sam sam hi everyone it's Merritt. this week woodland secrets is supported in part by consentical which is a new board game well card game analog game is how i describe things that aren't video games uh by my friend and friend of the show naomi clark and she is here with me right now to tell you a little bit more about this game 
Hello. Hey. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And thanks for giving us the opportunity to pitch Consentical to Woodland Secrets listeners. Yeah, I mean, I have been a fan of this game since its inception. I mean, I remember having conversations about this game, you know, like three, three, four years ago, maybe. Um, you telling me sort of about the design process. And it's been so cool to see this game develop from this uh, this idea into a prototype and now into... Um, a Kickstarter. And I guess for people who aren't really aware of what the game is about, um, do you want to just give like a brief rundown? Sure. So Consenical is a cooperative two-player game where the two players are taking on the roles of a tentacled alien and a curious human, tentacle curious, that is, uh, who are looking to have an intimate encounter with each other but, you know, need a little help from some players to help guide how they communicate about their desires and intentions and what they're able to do with each other. So uh, I'm describing it as a card game of human-alien intimacy, and other people have described it as a tentacle sex game, which it, when you get down to it, it is. Uh, but it's right there in the title. It's uh, consentical, so it's definitely a consensual sexual encounter. Um, and kind of, you know, made as a as an antidote or an alternative to the more widely known, less consensual genres of, of tentacle porn. Right, right. And so often cooperative games are just, you know, we're killing monsters together or we're you know, fighting spies together or something. And, like, that's cool. And, like, I love those games, too. But, like, the idea of, like, building a mutually satisfying encounter between these, like, two aliens to each other is, like, such a cool concept for a game. Thank you. It's it's funny. I, I realize you're right when I sort of think about cooperative games. They usually are, like, uh, based on, around the idea of teamwork and that we're working together to overcome some obstacle. And it's sort of like as if you just took a team sport uh, and then just removed the other team and replaced them with some monsters or a, sh a spaceship that, that's breaking down or something like that. I was really trying to explore something slightly different, the uh, the idea that two people might really want to cooperate or collaborate, in this case, on creating pleasure and satisfaction uh, but they might not really be bringing quite the same things to the table. They might not be ready for the same things at the same time. Figuring out how to negotiate that, communicate around it, and and make it happen. Uh, to me, that's kind of the heart of cooperation. And it's something that hasn't been explored as much in games. For a long time, this game was kind of a, a gallery piece only. Um, I think there was like a, a PDF available with the rules, but, you know, like the beautiful cards and, and the, the tokens and everything those were sort of, there were only a few sets available. And so now there is a Kickstarter and people can can get a copy for themselves. Yeah, that's right. So I, I originally created the game as part of the, uh, the No Quarter exhibition of games. And I realized, oh, actually, a lot of people want to play this game and I've only really made a few copies. Uh, I'm really excited that anybody who wants a copy of this game will be able to get one. And I, it's really the only time that I'm planning on manufacturing this game. We have enough people already that the, the Kickstarters got fully funded in the, in the first two days, which means we could make a nicer version. It actually becomes cheaper to do a nicer version if you have more people on board. Uh, and yeah, so I kind of, I'm still trying to get the word out so that everyone knows that it's happening and that this is your chance to get a copy. There are no plans to publish this game. It's the kind of game that most board game and card game publishers would not touch. It's real that that people want to play the game, but might feel kind of uncomfortable. And we've done 
what we can to try and actually make that a lot easier. Uh, so I, I think it's actually a pretty easy game to play, even with strangers in public. Um, so, yeah, that's why we're still telling people, like, you know, grab your copy now while you can. Yeah, yeah. And if you do want to see people playing the game, you're doing these live streams throughout the next month. Um, and Eric Zimmerman and Frank Lance just did one. And um, I'm actually going to be doing one with my girlfriend Mia um, in a few weeks. Yeah, we're a little excited. I think by that point, um, we'll have had a f- explored a number of different topics through those live streams. So I'm really excited for for you and Mia to kind of have the uh, the the sort of the anchor position and bring us home to the end of the campaign in the first week of October. Yeah, yeah, no, I am so excited because I actually have not had the chance to play it yet, and um, I think I was actually the first backer on you this. You totally were, um, because I was. I was so excited to see it finally coming out. So um, again, if you are listening and you are at all interested in this game, um, head over to the Kickstarter link in the show notes. Um, just search Consentical Kickstarter. You'll find it. Um, and this is your only chance uh, as of now to get it. Um, as Naomi said, this is like one of those kinds of board games that is hard to to sort of pitch to like a mainstream publisher. So if you want to get it, like get it while the getting is good basically yep and uh i guess i should mention that yeah we're we're trying to get more backers so that we can deliver even more stuff which is kind of the kickstarter tradition uh we're trying to now get to a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars and if we reach that point uh we're also going to give to every backer a, a download of a comic book that the illustrator James Harvey and I are going to put together. And that's going to tell the story of how these two characters, how they met up, what led up to their encounter, what they had to go through along the way to get there. So fleshing out the world a little bit more, which um, even fans of Consentical don't necessarily know uh, that the, the whole idea, the notes for these characters, what they're doing, it does spring out of a a particular context, like a, a an idea for a particular science fiction universe. Wow! So you'll get to <laughs> you'll get to find out more about that universe in this comic book. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So please, please back this so we get the comic. <laughs> um, yeah, Naomi. Thank you so much for coming on um, for being a sponsor of the show this week. Um, everyone, please go get a copy of this game because it's something really special. Um, if you're a fan at all of like you know, uh, queer games like this or of like interesting uh, game design. Um, There is really something for everyone, I think, in this game. So please do go check it out. Thanks. Were you, did you go to the video game show that was last weekend? I did not go because um, my company put on their own anime convention for the first time. Yeah. So it was, (laughs) it was pretty funny like we got to the point in the planning stages where we were like okay it was like one week until the first ever like Crunchyroll expo or something and to us on the inside it felt like we were that dog inside the burning house right and we were like everything's gonna go awful no one's gonna show up it's like throwing a party and and feeling like no one's gonna show up so we just were laughing about everything we're like we are gonna start crying about everything if we don't just laugh at everything (laughs) Um, because there was a few like hiccups, like things were unorganized or like, you know, there's just like some 
some planning that wasn't done. So we were like, okay, we're going to die if we like just think about everything that could go wrong. So we just have to start laughing. And then we ended up going and it was like the best convention I've ever been to, which is sucks to say because it's our convention and I shouldn't be that biased or like come (laughs) off that biased. But it was just like very positive and fun. And I was like, holy shit. So, but that's why I didn't go to PAX because I was like, I just spent eight months planning and working on a convention and I never want to go to another one again. <laughs> yeah, no, but so it, it went well though. It went really, really well. And it was really cute. And like, um, I just feel like I, I feel sort of like oblivious to how much people like, uh, the company I work for, like mm. the fans of the company, because if I thought about that, I would go crazy. Like <laughs> it's already like so much my life that I like, can't, I can't look at people's reactions about it being positive or negative. I just like, don't really look anymore because i would go crazy um but it's really cute to see like kids and people travel like to come and like to experience this thing that like you are like a huge part of so that was the first time i really um felt it in that way um so it's really rewarding and sort of like rekindled you know a little fire inside of me to like work harder and it was very like refreshing and rejuvenating it was it went well cute oh that's <laughs> so cute. great but i would have i really missed out on pax because um I had a lot of friends there and it looked like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Did you go? No, I haven't been go- in a million years. Damn. Do you go to shows? Do you go Not to stuff anymore? really because I get overwhelmed. I'm just a heckin' small puppo and I no. get, I get You're the overwhelmed. Zen brain. You're the Zen brain. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm what? you're the okay i call it the zen brain like that stupid meme or whatever like i'm a regular brain where i'm like i want to go to convention and then the bigger brain is like conventions are actually bad and then zen brain is like i don't go to fucking anything which is how <laughs> i want to be i mean i go to also sorry my girlfriend mia is just like giving me the finger giving me two fingers now for two. having said that i am a heck and small puppo um <laughs> You are probably, so, um, but I am. I am though. Self-proclaimed heck and small puppo. I'm. I just, you know, um, no, I, um, you know, I'll go to a pack sometimes. I've been wanting to go to a furry convention for a while, but I just haven't been able to make that happen. I oh think I gosh. am going to Comic Con, uh, to New York Comic Con because my roommate uh, is on a panel. Ooh. And he got two passes, so there you I go. Think, I think I'm going to Comic Con for the first time, which is is kind of cool. Um, it is quite hard to get into that show, so if you have the opportunity, yeah, yeah, I want to check it out. I will say, I get really like I don't think I'll go to like any panels or anything. Like I'm just because I get overwhelmed around large numbers of people. Like I went to the Mabim Bam live show last night, and it was just oh, like nice. It was so cute, but it was also just like oh man, it's weird. Like I don't really like participate in fandom stuff online and i haven't for a long time and so like i'm not used to the idea that like oh wow there are like thousands of people who like love this thing a lot and like i feel really intimidated and like i'm just like i'm just i'm just a small um and uh so yeah i'm just gonna go wander around comic-con i think because like i like doing that with packs too like i didn't really like doing going to I don't like lining up for things and like yeah. going to like big auditoriums and like seeing people talk. I just like wandering around. Wandering um, around is good. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I, I think that's going to be fun. Um, I too get very like quickly tired and overwhelmed at conventions and shows. 
Have you ever, like, oh my god, this, I'm not gonna say what I was about to say. I was about to literally compare myself to Beyonce, which is, like, literally a sin. (laughs) Why would I ever think to say that? That's awful. Um, But the analogy I was gonna use is, like, she did an interview a long time ago where she talked about how much, like, social anxiety she actually has and how she has to sort of, like, flip a switch in her head to, like, perform because otherwise she, like, wouldn't be able to. Like, Beyonce is unable to perform and, like unable to talk to crowds and she's like one of the greatest performers of all time um and I feel like I also have to sort of like flip a switch just to do like my job even if I'm only talking to like a audience of like a couple hundred people or something like Mm -hmm. I literally like will be backstage like panting and being like I don't want to do this like every single time I'm like visibly I'm like I don't want to do this like this sucks I just want to go home and then like I walk out there and there's like a switch and suddenly I'm like this other person that's like completely capable of like being entertaining and keeping a crowd happy and stuff like that. And so conventions are super hard for me um, and have never gotten easier over like five years of, of working at them. So I feel you. And I was going to say, I recommend actually going to panels because you can kind of like sit in the back and like not talk to anybody and still like, you know, watch a cool person speak without. Yeah. That's good. Without having to like walk around and people being like, Hey, aren't you, aren't you Merritt? What's up? Oh, no one recognizes me now that I don't put my face on the internet anymore. I have been such a fan of you doing that since you started, by the way. Yeah, no, it's it's been great. I just have this, you know, character from one of my favorite video games is my my avatar. (laughs) Except it's not legible as a video game character if you don't know. So it's like... Yeah, exactly. You're like, like, why is this person a pterodactyl? (laughs) Yeah. And like, yeah, no, it's like good. I don't want to be recognized <laughs> i don't want anyone to know what i look like um so so yeah yeah it's good um yeah i bet you get that a lot though um yeah but it's it's difficult uh because i go back and forth a lot obviously my icon is like me for like i just did a new record i had my icon as myself for like a little over two months on twitter um but it feels really fake for me to do that. Mm. But I know that it's good for my like job. Right. Um, right. Because they want me to become this like, you know, forward facing YouTube type, like in- internal influencer, blah, 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 for the company. But I'm like, I just want to have like a Todoroki picture and like shit tweet. And like, I don't want to promote any videos I'm in or do anything that you guys want me to do. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's I'm, I used to be like a selfie a day type of like Twitter person, and it was fun. And I still like obviously I'm like into myself and want to take pictures of myself and show them off. But at the same time, the moment you get you the moment you start walking around and people are like, "Are you this?" Like it's cute the first couple times, but eventually it's just like I'm tired and I'm scared of you guys. <laughs> I want to hide. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I feel you. That's like exactly the same trajectory that I've been on. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I feel like I don't really have a choice unless I switch jobs. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. That's kind of part of your whole yeah. setup. Yeah. My setup. My stupid for your, fucking. <laughs> for your video game theories. YouTube. For my theories. I would do that. I would do video game theories and share those on my. Yeah. 
on my feed. Yeah, because they'd be fucking stupid. <laughs> they would be, I'm sorry, stupid? Uh, <laughs> have you seen some of these videos? Because they're very well-researched about how Mario is dead and Dr. Botnik is actually the hero. Okay, hang on. How much do we want to bet that both of those exist on the internet somewhere already? I'm searching YouTube.com <laughs> right now, which is a the little website largest. I like to call YouTube. Um, <laughs> Robotnik is the... Okay, the first thing that comes up is Fastest Thing Alive. Robotnik is the hero. Ooh. Oh, the first thing that comes up is Sonic is not a hero. Oh. Uh, but then it also just says this video is just a prank. You don't have to be mad. It has one million <laughs> views. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, Mario is dead. <laughs> Mario theory. Mario confirmed dead in Odyssey? Are you lying? Are you lying? It's there. Nope. It has 500,000 <laughs> views. Is so this a true really game theory or is this a game fact? Fact. With a Q. <sighs> okay. So what we're really saying is if we make game theory videos, we can live off the ad revenue because well, people will be mad. Can I tell you, there's one, there's from the, from the Game Theorists channel. Oh, fuck. Official. Game, game Theory. Uh, Rosalina Unmasked Part 2, and it, the picture says Peach is dead. It has 11 million views. <laughs> Peach is dead. Also, I'm seeing it. Okay, Who fuck. I need. I'm sending you this picture because this is like this. I love this picture so much. Um, I'm just gonna hop into Skype real quick and just drop this into the chat. You can see this. Just, oh, are you, see, are you seeing this? Can oh. you describe this picture for me? Well, Sonic is on life support in the hospital. Yes. <laughs> He's got an IV drip. He's got oxygen in his nose. We have Blaze with her with her hands on her hips, just like like she's mad at Sonic almost for almost killing himself. Uh, Mario's holding his hat bedside, the most worried of the bunch, and I don't know who the fuck that raccoon is. You is don't that Sally know Sally Acorn. Please. You don't recognize Marine the Raccoon, one of the most popular Sonic characters of all time? What did I call her? You called her Sally Acorn, (laughs) who is a squirrel, I believe, is the princess of of, uh, Sonic Land. There's so many animals. There's a lot. Animals. I mean, animals. So many animals. So many Maximals. Were you into Beast Wars ever? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank God. Yeah, who's your oh. favorite Beast War? Um, it's definitely Cheetor, because I'm lame. Cheetor is good. Okay, can I tell you something <sighs> really funny? Which is that in Canada, for some yeah. reason, Beast Wars <laughs> was called Beasties. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I don't know if that's better. <laughs> I don't know why it was that. I mean, can they Beasties. not say war? But then what like, was the opening song? Because the opening is like Beast Wars. It would just time. go Beasties. Like it was like <laughs> it's still two syllables. The Beasties so, like, Boys. The Beasties. Yep. Yep. The Beasties Boys. <laughs> and then there were some girls later. Some girl Transformers. Black Arachnia. And, oh yeah. Um, God, she's so fucking hot. You know. Yeah. Who was the one that was in love with the the Falcon Air Razor? She's the Air Razor is the lady bird and then she was in love with the tiger. And then at one point aliens were like, 
we're going to merge you into one super transformer. Yeah, so, that was very that was some Steven Universe shit before Steven Universe happened. Yeah, it was a lot. I like in love. I like uh mm, I do like a Black Arachnia. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of a Black Arachnia. Obviously, I'm a me- fan of a Megatron cuz Nice, of course. Cuz how can big you not? Boy. He's, big, he's, that v- guy. he's Vegeta. Is he? David K? No, no, no. I mean the character. Oh, yeah, no, he is kind of Vegeta. Similar um, vibes. But the guy who voiced Megatron in um, Beast Wars, he, uh, oh, he did Raccoon <laughs> in, the ocean gr- in the ocean dub. Uh, and nice. now he's the announcer for uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, That's a It's finally lot. come full, full circle. Oh, my God. Um. When I was growing up, I always had to be, when we played like Beast Wars, I always had to be Black Arachnia just because whatever. I wanted to be Cheetor and they're like, you're a girl. And I'm like, you're mm. right. I guess I'm Black Arachnia. And I threw one of them into a fence. But the point I'm making is um, my neighborhood, like my cul-de-sac or whatever, had two streets and it was Apple Lane and Pear Street. Wow. So all of the kids on Pear Street were the Paracons and all the kids on Apple Street oh were the God. Max Apples. That's the best. <laughs> and we played Beast Wars, but like war. Like I remember putting nails in water balloons and like throwing rocks and like it was we hurt each other so bad. <laughs> oh my god. It was all out war. Um did you watch Beast Machines? I did. I wasn't as big a fan of it. Not me too, not as big of a fan, but I really love the concept of like organics taking over Cybertron. And yeah, it was kind of cool. It's kind of, I love like nature fighting back against anything, sort of, especially against like technology and bullshit like that. Like, big fan of Final Fantasy X for that reason and no other reason. But um, Rhinox became hot. He was already hot. <laughs> he was he a tank. Really hot. He just became a tank. Like, he showed up, and nobody knew who he was, but he had Rhinox's voice. And I remember my dad being really proud that he's like, I knew it. <laughs> my dad was so proud of himself for, for like, like <laughs> figuring out the big mystery that that was Rhinox the whole time. He, but was, I, he became Tankor. He's Tankor now. And he's evil. Yeah, I know. Like, the big, nice dad of the team, of the family, turned out to be evil. That's like if Winston <sighs> became evil. Yeah, God. Don't be evil, Winston. Don't. I hate evil Winston. I hate I it. I like nice Winston. I, I, like when, I like when Rhinox uh, is like a rhino and then Optimus Primal <laughs> rides him like as a yeah. horse. And it's really silly. I love them riding each other. I liked Cheetor a lot because have you watched like um like Transformers? You know a lot about Transformers. Hey, you know a lot about Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about Transformers. I just think all of them Hot Rod was my favorite Transformer and I feel like Cheetor is Hot Rod. He kind of is. I have been reading a lot of Transformers comics and like the one that I read um Hot Rod who calls himself Rodimus is like the, the, he's like the leader um, of this group of transformers. So yeah, I, I've become intimately familiar with, uh, do you know how he becomes Rodimus? 
Uh, I forget. I mean, he's not Rodimus Prime in the comics that I'm reading. I think he oh, like weird. he had the Matrix for a while, the Matrix of Leadership. <laughs> he which lost makes, it. It makes you a Prime, and then I think he like <laughs> gave it back to Optimus or something. Um, um, and he's just Rodimus now. And uh, I want to read but, a comic where he loses it. <laughs> yeah, but people call him Hot Rod sometimes. People who haven't seen him in a while, and he's like Rodimus. I'm Rodimus <laughs> now. I want Caddy Rodimus. Ugh, I want he's, that. He's a terrible leader. He's like such a, a goofball dumbass who just like is seeking glory and like just oh, gets no. into so many hijinks. Dang, link me to that comic. I want to read You that should comic. read this comic. You would like it. It's extremely gay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Megatron and uh, this other Transformer are basically like they're just like the dads of the ship. Okay. And like there's a there's a scene in a holiday episode where like Rodimus comes basically comes home like from something like comes back to the ship from something and they're like putting up what is basically a Christmas tree but they have this like complex explanation for like it's a cloaking device that we're building or something and they're just like they're finishing each other's sentences like oh you could you can go off surfing asteroids for a week but you can't call like god oh my god and it's like so much and megatron is holding up this smaller transformer to like put the things on the tree it's oh very god. good is it starscream no it's not starscream it's it's um is he gone did he leave did he get mad and leave again no uh starscream <laughs> well okay so megatron i don't want to get too much into the lore of this fucking <laughs> transformers comic because it's probably boring to anyone who hasn't read it but megatron becomes uh an autobot and Starscream, basically the war is over, and Starscream becomes the leader of Cybertron. <laughs> like some this. some like god was like, You are the chosen one to lead Cybertron to a new era. And he's like, That's right. I'm I'm Starscream. Um and he's just like he's very funny and very good. Um Oh, this sounds awesome. I'm sorry. This, I mean this podcast is for us, so yeah, if people are no, mad. This is bored. just for kids. It's, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> is there been a dad feelings about Megatron or Optimus? There was one about Optimus. Yeah, my nice. friend, uh, my friend Jan Weedle was, um, was on that one. That's actually what got me into the Transformers stuff because I was like, oh, Optimus is kind of a dad. I'll, uh, can you give me some comics to read? And I was like, oh, I love Transformers. I love these robot <laughs> boys. I love them. They're I so good. That. And there's some robot girls, which is weird because they have to like explain why that is. Um, yeah, but it's, they it's mostly just all... fine. Yeah, that's weird. I've never yeah. thought about it that until right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, growing growing up on you know in a deviant art world, I remember seeing a lot of Transformers artwork, and it was almost never featuring any of the female Transformers. Mm-hmm. It was all just dude transformers boning down with yeah. like oil everywhere <laughs> that's what i love that's what i, I thought that. it was i i looked at so much fan art that i forgot there was like rc and shit there's like only rc who's the, the other in the original i think there's only there are like maybe a couple others there's a really only rc there's like other ones now um like windblade Ooh, is, a good uh, name. is a cool she was like a fan created character um <laughs> no fun intended uh, yeah, that's actually why her name is Windblade. Um, I'm dead. Yep, 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 yep. That's it's not bad, not bad. Oh, um, it's only funny if it's a joke, not if it's true. Let me. I'm gonna look up female Transformers because there okay. are there are a few. Um, is there like a hot mom Transformer yet? Like I a hot think maybe. 
there's like they all yeah and like they have to like explain like oh they're some of them were created differently it was and like they just like they don't fuck like lady and and do transformers like don't fuck to make new transformers like that's not how it happens um how does it, so how like does it happen? some of them are just ladies like some of them turn into trucks and some of them turn into planes it's just like oh you're a lady transformer like all right cool um what kind of transformer would you be like would you be god. a truck or a fan or a game boy advance or oh my god yeah i'd probably turn into something like totally like a fucking i love the ones that turn in and just like things that a have table. to be like picked up by other ones yeah, yeah like i turn into a microscope or like I'm a gun. I, it's, uh yeah i'm a gun i would turn into a gun that someone else has to fire um, oh my god is there one that's just a sword <laughs> i don't know if there's a sword. there's like well that's a whole thing in the comics is like oh like cybertron used to be ruled by this like functionalist council who is like if you're a minor if you turn into like a drill you are a minor and that is what you do until you die oh my god and so like the decepticon the decepticon thing was like megatron being like this is awful we need to like (gasps) rebel against this um good guy megatron uh, yeah good guy megatron and then he obviously you know does some stuff uh, as a result of like leading this army um but that's where it starts is like he's like just because you turn into a uh i don't know crowbar doesn't mean you should be used to open crates all day <laughs> every day yeah <laughs> oh no he was i mean megatron is classically a gun right he is a gun they changed it because um i think they changed it because having a toy gun was like kind of a a, a tough sell yeah. um like they're like, oh no, he turns into a tank now. We don't want kids holding guns. Um, oh, he's a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what if like he? Oh my god, this makes Megatron so much more like likable and cute. Like, what if he's like, I don't want to be used to like hurt hurt other bots. Like, I'm only a gun, so I need to rebel, and I don't want anybody to have to like. <laughs> he started know, serve as their a face. he started as a drilling robot, a miner, and then I think he like eventually got a new body that turned into a gun. Um, oh, for revenge. For revenge. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's like ones that turn into just like yeah, tapes is a good one. Can uh, I turn into my own cell phone? Oh my god, yes, that's so good. <laughs> that's it. Just a shitty iPhone 6s, just lays there like a transform, and then it hits the ground, and then Twitter opens. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. I love uh, it. What would you god. be? What would I be? Mm, what's a good robot thing to turn into? I want you just to like be a knife, <laughs> just like a butter knife, just like blip. No. Or like, what is a cool electronic? Uh, t- uh yak back. Is that a you thing? You could be a good. I'm dead. I mean, I don't know if there's a battery powered or electronic yak back, but I think you should be that. No, they're battery powered. Um. Or like a uh, no. What was the other thing? Not a yak back, like a talk, talk boy. Oh, hang on. You said yak back, and I thought you were talking about like the stupid water bottle that, that everyone <laughs> uses. No, I mean like a little keychain recorder. No, oh, a talk boy would be really good. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, do you know from Home Alone the talk yeah, boy? Yeah, yeah. That's um, so cute. I guess they could also be. There's like a talk girl. I think that's just pink. <laughs> what yep. am I? What if I transformed into a Tickle Me Elmo and just fell off a shelf? God. (laughs) 
Or what if you transformed into like, oh my god, there has to be transformers that transform into like holiday only electronics, like a big light up Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you're just so awkward in July, unless you're in Australia. (laughs) I don't think they have. They don't have. Sorry, sorry. Are you implying that Australia has July Christmas? Don't they? Wait, oh wait, I you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. That, I don't think the dates are reversed. <laughs> like the weather is. Okay. <laughs> this is the way it should be, but it's not. You're right. I'm wrong. But no, I, you're I, right. I'm... In a just world, it would be the dates would be reversed. <laughs> My boyfriend just moved to Australia, so I feel like I'm learning so much about Australia. But apparently, I'm just wrong. <laughs> Here is what I know about Australia. You know oh, the me. whole uh, shrimp on the Barbie thing. It's real. Well, it is real, but they call it a prawn. Just straight up? It's a prawn, not a shrimp. Throw a prawn on the bobby? We'll throw a prawn on the bobby. They changed it to shrimp in the States because no one would know what they were talking about if they said prawn. Oh. That's all I know. That's all I know about Australia. I feel like, I mean, apparently if you learn anything else, you're like probably wrong like me. So you're, you're good. That's like all the knowledge you need. I'm an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> no, I I don't think I. No, that's not true. But I am looking at more. I need to close this tab because I'm just seeing a lot of these. These Mario is dead. Peach wants me dead. Dot three. Dot exe. Uh, creepy pasta oh. has just gotten so rote. You know, it's just. Oh, I get it. They got black eyes with red pupils. They're evil. It's like yeah, we've all seen Sonic. Dot exe. I'm gonna buy after we hang up. I'm gonna buy um, Mario is dead. Dot moe. Just in case. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I... Actually, we've talked about doing a segment on the show. If we get someone to sponsor us, like Hover, um, we want to do like just where we look up domain names. Um, yeah. Because I once recommended to, to AVB that she get a .moe um, address. And I'm going to look up MarioIsDead.moe. Do it right now. It's you $19. Can... Um, God. Okay, see, I have a limit. I will buy any domain under $10 if it's funny. But you can get mymarioisdead.com. <laughs> MyMarioIsCold.com. <laughs> what do I do? Heat him up. Google you know, my Mario is cold. What do I do? God. Oh my god, my mic is gone. I'm so sorry it fell. Ugh. Mario is dead dot EXE. Rodeo. What is the most expensive? <laughs> MarioIsDead.game is five hundred dollars. That's kind of cool. I bet Mario's is... Dead Theater is seven hundred dollars. Jesus, what about just Mario? <laughs> I think every Mario Mario dot is Dead dot Luxury is six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> um, so, Robotnik is the hero. Let's see what we also, get. Let's look up Sonic on life support. Uh, MyRobotnikIsTheHero.com Ooh. Uh, Sonic on Life Support. <laughs> a lot of these are, I'm, I'm surprised a lot of these hot domain names are available, you know? Yeah. You can get surprising. .com if you wanted to. Um, oh. You could also I'm get a- Sonic, SonicLifeAssistance.com <laughs> or uh, MySonic on Life Support. I like how it adds my to things. Yeah. That's very good. It's kind of cute. What, what's, what's your, what are your domain names? What do you have? What do you own? Do you own any good ones? I own 
obviously Sailor B wherever I can. Um, and, sure. uh, I own, okay. So there's this co- original comic that Crunchyroll made called hypersonic music club, mm-hmm. uh, that we all sort of make fun of. So I, I just started buying up variations of that name. So I have like hypersonic dankster club and like dot club. club is a TLD now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, you could get that. It's really funny because I will buy stupid shit and then get billed like two years later uh-huh. and be like, why is $167 missing from my account? Yeah, because all those domain names. God, I remember like being in high school and just like not having a credit card. So like you couldn't afford, you, like you couldn't buy a domain. Like I yeah. didn't have a, so you'd always have to get like really shitty ones like dot, like cc dot like or like dot nu like a a lot of like countries who got their own domain names like basically just let people have them for free yeah um but then like a lot of them got used by like like are just run into the ground by like spammers and hackers and stuff hate Um, them yeah sonic kissing mario (laughs) i was like sonic kissing mar dot io stop Oh my god. Who's Sonic dead? Kissing Mario, Mario Club. <laughs> <laughs> Mario is dead dot club is Mario our new club. Is and dead dot club. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Mario, Mario is, is dead. dead club. It's available. It's only $14. I think someone should buy that. 100%. Someone should buy that one for sure. I, I feel have like any really good. The only good luxury domain I have right now is stamine.vip. Nice. Which is our support month headquarters link, which is on right now. Um, so go there. Go to stamine.vip and check out stuff there. Anyway, um, here's the plan. Here's the plan. an organic plug. That was a good plug. Thank you. Great plug. Very organic. I've never pulled off a plug that organic in my life. But here's the plan. I'm going to buy MarioIsDead.club. I'm going to have it redirect to this one episode of the podcast. (laughs) And I'm going to get a tattoo of a QR code that directs to MarioIsDead.club. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) For free. If if anyone else wants that, you can hit me up. But uh, this one's on the house. I want to get brand tattoos so bad because I think it's funny. Yeah, it's like being a race car. Oh my god, yes! I'm definitely, okay, so I'm just going to like reveal right now. There's this like, probably arguably like the best like Japanese anime tattoo artist and her name is Bunny Machine and she lives in Virginia and she's booked out like a year in advance and my appointment is finally coming up (gasps) after like, a year of waiting. It's in November, so I'm going to fly to Virginia and get an anime tattoo. I was always planning on getting, like, Lum from Urusa Yatsura, like a pinup. But in the last couple months, I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if I wasted this appointment just to get Lightning McQueen? Oh, my God. But it was, like, the most beautiful Lightning McQueen tattoo ever. <sighs> Is that a bad I mean, idea? <laughs> yeah, no, live your truth. Chase your bliss. Can only chase my bliss, and it's in the fast lane. You know, you gotta chase your bliss a quarter of a mile at a time. Damn, that was so much better. (laughs) (laughs) You're the real race car fan. (laughs) Uh, Racecarfan.net. Do you want to move on to the next quarter mile of this podcast and uh, and do a segment that 
I like to call Get Wrecked. Get Wrecked. Get Wrecked. It's what it's called is the name of it. And um, I like to leave a little gap there so that we can put in our, our theme music in, in post-pro. Um, or is that just I, regular I pro? <laughs> I felt that, and that's why I also just like shut Thank up for you. a minute. You're a true pro. Speaking yeah, I was like, pros. there's going to be a segue, like sound. I know it. So. Yes, it is. It's a very okay, good so... sound done by uh, my friend, Samantha Carter. Um, what is Get Wrecked? Get Wrecked is a segment that I sometimes forget to tell our guests about where we <laughs> recommend things to the, the audience. And to be honest, I thought you had been on this show before, but I Never. was wrong. You have not. So um, so we recommend things and okay. it doesn't have to be – there's no limits on what we can recommend in this segment. Um, I recommend checking out this picture of Sonic on Life Support. I mean <laughs> – that's, that's not my recommendation, but it's funny. no. Okay, I mean, just Shit. you gotta don't don't say I don't say I wish because then that's going to be your wish. Um, <laughs> the uh, monkey paw. The monkey paw is going to curl up, and everyone is going <laughs> to see this picture of Sonic in their mind's eye. Um, you know, I do. So that. I can go first if you like. Um, yeah, show me how it's done. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So this week, um, so I uh, I bought a PlayStation Four about yes. two months ago and um i you know i've mostly just been playing like i don't know like overwatch and like titanfall i just like kind of like dumb dabble shooter games yeah i dabble but um i tried this <laughs> this thing out that i i think i saw i happened to see like a video of on a uh, polygon and this game is like a year old but um it's called Stories Path of Destinies which is like the worst title for anything. That's awful. Yeah, that's like an it's anime light novel title. So bad. But <laughs> it's a really cute game. Um okay. it's a game and it's like not that expensive cuz it's like a little indie little indie game where you're this little fox man and um Aww. you uh you fight these like crows and like you you um you basically get this book that like shows you the future based on like decisions that you make. So it's like a branching narrative game, but like most of the endings end with you dying or with like things going horribly wrong. Um, so what happens is you get to one of those endings and then you like, you learn something about like, about the world, like, or like you learn some truth about, about things, about the state of things. And then as you slowly it's like go through all of these different things, um, you learn more and more, and then you can eventually like find the path that will lead to like the true ending. Um, and it's like really cute, and like there's like good voice acting. Um, it's like basically, I think it's mostly all read by one guy, but he's like doing different voices for the different characters. Like so, it's like re someone reading a storybook. Oh, that's cute. Um, and you're like this little fox man, and like you're you have like everyone is like a an animal um and uh love it already yeah it was it's cute it was like i haven't gotten like all the endings and i don't know if i'll like fully complete it but like i played it through enough to get um the true ending and it didn't take that long so like it's like a cute little action rpg ish kind of little game um that yeah i would totally recommend checking out it has like the worst name ever which i think is probably why a lot of people maybe didn't see it the first time around but um it's definitely worth playing. So that's my rec. That's your rec. Yeah. I'm going to play that. I have a PS4. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> I'm going to play that. Okay, so 
Oh my gosh. It could be anything. The thing is, I feel so much pressure because I'm like, this is my one chance to tell people to do something. So (laughs) do I tell them like to use this bomb ass Laura Mercier primer? Do I tell them to read this book? Do I tell them to like drink water? Like there's so many different ways I could go with this. Or I could do Someone something. Someone may have said water before, so definitely. If you want to take that off the table, okay, that's um, off. Um, I want to recommend. I okay. This is to me. This is too on the nose, but it's just like what I think is important right now. So, um, we just at Crunchyroll.com licensed a new anime called The Tatami Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is directed by Yuasa, who is the guy who directed Ping Pong, the animation, Kaiba, like a whole bunch of like. And okay, so this is the thing. I think a, there's not many people out there watching, quote unquote, like ugly anime. Like everybody just wants to watch like the prettiest, flashiest, like looking at the key art and immediately tell like what it's about. Sure, type of shit. yeah. And they're missing out on a lot of great stories. Um, so I just think, um, I'm going to actually recommend not to Tommy galaxy, but ping pong, the animation as something that people watch. Um, it's a sports anime, but it's done in a way it's like a very realistic sports anime. Like there's always a sports story where it's like these two athletes who like are the chosen ones and who just like Mm -hmm. by hard work alone can like become the top of their class and like win whatever hypothetical tournament is going on. But this one actually takes like a closer look at, you know, what like what pushing one's body and mind to playing sports like actually does to the person and the rest Mm. of their life outside of sports. Um, And a lot of people didn't watch it because they I mean, I'm not going to say it's ugly, but it's not. I think it's pretty, but it's unconventionally pretty, like good animation. Um, I think there are a lot of fans of anime, but not of animation. So that's why they gravitate towards like one look in their media um, from Japan. So this like, you know, looks kind of scratchy and crazy. Um, But it's a really good story that teaches you about like, like the character, there's, it follows two characters, Smile and Pekka. And one of them has like a mental breakdown where they like lose, like their whole life is ping pong and then they lose a match and they just like refuse to play ever again. And like how you can, come back from that and learn to play like for yourself and not for the audience or like to beat other people in something, but to like play to have fun and like how you can become like number one that way. I don't know. I'm doing like a really bad job of explaining it as I usually do, but just leave here knowing that you should check out at least the first episode of ping pong, the animation. And I swear to God, you'll watch it all in like one sitting. That's my rec. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. (laughs) That's my rec. Do you follow Rex? Do I follow what? <laughs> like, do you, when people recommend stuff on your show, do you like do them? Do you drink a water? I, us- I do drink a water. I I do look into things usually that people that people recommend because it's also a service for me where I oh. get to hear people's advice about how I should do things, which I appreciate. You're a good podcast host because I was only asking because I feel like if if I was in your shoes, I like would never. I just wouldn't. <laughs> No, you gotta. I know. Well, that's why you're the captain of Woodland Secrets, and I'm just a Woodland Secret. I'm the captain of this here vessel, (laughs) and I say, we're gonna go watch Ping Pong the Animation. You should. I, I really mean it.
I'm the captain of this here podcast ship. SS podcast. We're going to turn this ship around and bring her back to dock if you kids don't stop complaining back there. We're going to turn the USS Enterprise around. We're going to turn this Starship podcast back to (laughs) Earth Prime. Have they ever turned it around? I mean, I know they've turned around, but how long does that take to turn the Enterprise around? Oh, God. I don't know. I mean... It's it's a big boy. It's a large boy. It's it's got some heft to it. Um, It's got some some big doinks on the back back of it. Oh, I'm just, I'm seeing, oh, this isn't, I'm not getting the finger this time. I'm getting the, um, the, uh, hang loose. Um, nice. From, uh, from, from my girlfriend. So one last thing to point out. If yeah. you look, okay, I'm going to have to screenshot this for you. Cause I don't, you don't have this view, but our Skype window has like your icon and then the picture of Mario morning Sonic's death and you and Mario have like the same hair <laughs> and like i can't like like God. blow that up and just look at his hair you have oh, like in that a- picture i do because i like i think i pushed it back behind my head <laughs> <clears throat> yeah i know it's the shape is the same <clears throat> i have a lot more behind my head there but yeah it's the same god oh That's man I've been looking at for the last we should like recreate this picture yeah, I'll like, be Blaze. You can be Blaze, and we'll get someone to be Marine and someone to be Sonic. What about Sally uh, Acorn? <laughs> I think you that's, should leave. That's Sally Acorn. That's what I'm recommending. I'm recommending Marine that is like start one of the most Marine. maligned Sonic characters in existence <laughs> because she has like a really terrible Australian accent, and she just says things like "struth" all the time. Who who's your favorite Sonic character? My can't favorite be Sonic. Sonic? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I like Robotnik. I think he's a cool guy. I think he's the hero. But okay, I really so- like Bunny Rabbit. Yes, because Bunny uh, Rabbit, she's the best. I mean, she's like a freedom who, fighter. Who who wouldn't? You know? Yeah, that too. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, Although I'm bunny. seeing this, this, these newer pictures of her, and I'm not, not so sure about that. But like the comics, nice. isn't she like slowly nice. becoming more and more robot? Got that robot arm. I feel like she only had metal legs cool. and one arm, but I feel like I've seen her recently with two metal arms and two metal legs. Whoa, she's like going full jacks on us. Yeah. Have Mortal you played Xeno Saga? No. There's this character in Xenosaga that, like, witnessed his, like, daughter be killed or something. So he, like, doesn't want to be human anymore because he can't deal with, like, how sad he is. But he also wants to, like, stay alive Mm. so he can get revenge. So he just, over, like, 20 years, like, slowly replaces everything in his body with, like, like machinery and cybernetics. And he keeps, like, one small portion of his brain alive. And it's the revenge part. (laughs) The revenge part of the brain. Let me just drop this in real quick. Just want you to take a look at that for me. Whoa, she! <laughs> what's going on? She went from rabbit to be rabbit in how many easy steps? A, yeah, this is a chart just depicting. Um, there's a oh, rabbit at one human. end and a human at the other end with bunny ears, and I in love between there's this, this image. 
just some variation on what's happening there. Shepherd 821. I'm nice. visiting that website. Yeah. <laughs> God. I like this that her looks. hat has bunny ears on it. I guess I can cosplay the one all the way to the left. You could. You could be a bunny robot gajinka. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. Like you're already kind of a gajinka if I you're a I kind of want to cosplay a transformer. Oh my god, please. Like not as like the transformer, but like as like a human transformer. I love that idea. Oh my god, I mean, I'm going to be looking do up it. People transformer gajinkas right now. Um, There are some really good ones. Um, oh and actually... The person that I mentioned before, uh, Jan Weedle, who is on the Optimus Prime episode, draws some really good human star screams, like some really good human, all of them, but but their star screams are like incredibly good. Um, so I'll, maybe I'll link to some of those because, because um, yeah, they're good. Whoa, I'm on Google. Oh my God, these are so cool. Human Megatron. It's just like a woman in like military regalia with a giant gun. <laughs> hell yeah this is great okay this is the last file i'm dropping in your can (laughs) if i can find where i put it um this is a great time oh god my downloads folder opened and it was just a the giant picture of mario and sonic god where is it here we go i've just got in my downloads folder i have um i have a picture of tifa from Final nice. Fantasy. I have a picture of Jotaro from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure because I guess um, Ivy Park came out with this hat that is like half of a hat so that your hair can stick out the back. Oh. And I was like, this is just a, this is a, a Jotaro hat. Literally. So, um, I was comparing those. This is, I'm looking at this. Uh, that is a Megatron, I think. That's yeah. Megatron with That's a big ass gu- Oh, I love that Megatron. And yeah. then that's a star scream on the left, and yep. I want to say a sound wave on yep. the right. It's a sound wave. Oh my god! <laughs> I Fuck. think you put a tape in her mouth. God, that's <laughs> so good. I'm gonna be doing this for the rest of the day. I had so many like things I had to do, but if anybody I'm asked sorry. me why I didn't reply to emails, I'm just gonna send them that photo. Please. Like, sorry, everybody. <sighs> well, oh shit. Well, did you find another good one. No, now I'm on. Okay, now I'm on Pinterest on the the Human Transformers Pinterest board. <laughs> can and I just send you? Um, can I send you one more before yes. we go? Yes. I'm gonna send you one For of Jones's one of Jones's uh, uh, Star Screams if I can if I can find it real quick because oh, they're so good. See. Star Scream is like such a fucking god. I love the him. best fucking queen. Yeah. You know? Um, well, here we go. Did you send it? Okay, here it goes. No, no, not not yet, but here we're getting there. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to send you a link this time. That's cool. Ooh, so I get to see more than one. Here we go. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is Starscream. Yep. This is Starscream. So good. Oh no, I'm looking at this person's entire Instagram. Oh, I see Sans Undertale. I'm in. <laughs> I'm logged in. I'm so here for this. Oh my gosh, this is great. Oh my god. Yeah, no, they do they do really good Transformers. Um Wow. Oh my god, they draw Starscream a lot. Yep. 
<laughs> There's a Starscream Bumblebee one a little further down. I'll put a link to this in the show notes so people can I'm see I'm obsessed with this. This entire Instagram is good. Like, every part of it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. They're good. She's with Chief Wiggum. <laughs> and it says The Sampsons. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Great. Uh, perfect. Um, Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I... Thought this was your return appearance, but it was your first one. It was my debut. It's so and good. all we did was talk about robots. Like every segment was kind of about robots. It was a little bit about robots the whole time. The robot episode. It's the robot episode. Please like and subscribe. Um, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad. Um My mom would think, love this episode. Do you want to tell people where they can find you online? No. I'm kidding. It just went with the narrative of like I'm yeah. done. Um, no, but yeah. no, if you want to talk to me or hang out online or whatever, um, I'm Sailor B everywhere. S a i l o r b e e, and uh, would love to chat. Would love to hang out online. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Love to love to hang out online. I love to. Cool. Thank you, Merritt. Yeah. Thank you. And I will talk to you later. Talk to me later. Bye. All right. Bye. Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.